Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Good evening, it's Pharaoh, a.k.a. Young Lord P. Real ones know, this is a peaceful podcast. That is what it is. Blessings and peace, everyone. Peace and blessings. Thank you so much for joining me on A Peaceful Moment. If you want to be down with the peaceful people, check us out on Instagram at peaceful underscore podcast. And the same thing on Twitter, peaceful underscore podcast. That's podcast without the T because peaceful podcast was already taken. So it's peaceful podcast without the T. Hopefully that's not confusing. In this day and age, every single day we find new reasons to be empowered, to find strength in our culture and our community. Every day we find a new reason to love ourselves. And with that, every day we find a new enemy. So today, my good friend Pharaoh, a hardworking young black king, is here with me today. And we're going to talk about systematic racism and financial literacy. So what I want you to do is sit back, relax, and be peaceful. Good afternoon, King. How are you? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? I'm doing... I'm stressed as shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm stressed as shit. This is the Peaceful Podcast, the Peaceful Moment Podcast, but I'm stressed in the mug right now. I ain't gonna lie to you. But through it all, I will. So before we get started, go ahead and shout yourself out and let the people know where they can find you. Yo, it's Pharaoh, aka Young Lord P on all socials. I don't even care. I don't remember. Um, Yeah, we just vibing relaxing on this peaceful saturday shout out to peace shout out to peace any projects in the future future projects um just do one percent better each day that's a future project right there i like that all righty so you decided today you wanted to speak on um just financial literacy just being in control, in control of your finances, decide about your future. If you want to put it that way, you're not saving for any emergency, you're saving for today. Mm-hmm. You know, little analogies like that. And then um, since it's February, it's almost end of February, it's the 20th today. But um, since it's February, shout out to Black History, shout out to Black people, the whole diaspora. Raise dias- my fist, raise my fist. <laughs> right, the whole diaspora, you feel me? <laughs> The whole but, damn diaspora. Yeah. We're talking about colorism. Yeah, that's how that, that shit. How that shit be hitting on different different skin tones and everything. And it's not just individual experiences. You feel me? You can't be like, oh, he said, well, why can't he be this skin tone in this book? But he's still black. You feel me? Like, you know how they be having the light skin mm-hmm. women in, in, in these all, all these commercials. And mm-hmm. it would just be like, wow, but she's light skin and curly hair. That's not all black women. Like. I feel like that's just opinionated and should be affecting black people the same way. So why don't they just get over it? You feel me? Like we all hurt. We all hurt and we need to get out of it. <laughs> exactly. We all got, we were all wear the skin color, no matter what shade. 
So, before we get started into the podcast, I do want to play a game called Damn, I didn't know that was racist. So, basically what's going how it's going to go down, right? I'm going to give you a list of four things, right? And you're going to tell me which one was racist. Okay. All right, cool. You ready? I'm ready. So, number 1. Do you which one do you think is racist? Y'all like the term? Yeah, like like uh y'all, okay. Y'all asses. Uppity. Okay. The term uppity, like yeah. oh, I don't like her ass. You too damn uppity. <laughs> um, the phrase. We really from the south though, mm-hmm. so them them words was around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna think it's racist, but it's y'all, uppity, folk, and spud. <laughs> Man, I heard all of those terms. I don't think they're racist, but mm-hmm. folk definitely. That's folk. That should that should be a like a racial term. I think that's the most racist out of the four. I think that's more for us, cause we I, I say white folk a lot. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I don't say white people. Exactly. I don't say white people. I say folk. White folk. <laughs> That's what white folk do. <laughs> I ain't racist though. Nah, nah. We can't be. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so it wasn't y'all. So you get one more try. It wasn't y'all. It wasn't folk either. Oh, wow. I'm gonna go with Spud. Good try. Good try. Nah, but you're wrong as shit, though. It's uppity. <laughs> so, uppity was used to describe someone who was full of themselves. There is some evidence that the term originated within a black community. However, the term was quickly adopted by white Southerners to describe black people who were thought to exceed their status. Mm. So, if you were a slave, right, and you got free, you went to the North, and you got your money up, and you started doing well... White folk will call you uppity. That's an uppity nigga over there. <laughs> yep. You see what I'm saying? I see it. Okay. Number two, which invention do you think was racist? A racial invention. Okay. Yeah. So wow. it's going to be the wagon. It's going to be a dumbwaiter. You know what a dumbwaiter is? No. So to bring the food up. You ever see like the rich people that have, oh, have like okay, a little, okay. They get a little they box. Like a, like a ham. They picked that. <laughs> they, they take the lid off off the ham. No, not the no. not not the uh, not the cover. Oh. I'm talking about like the little elevator for food. Elevator. You ever see rich people? They have that shit in their house, and like the the people be downstairs cooking, and they put the food in there. Oh, and, and they go through up. like a little conveyor, but it goes upwards. It's like oh, a little wow. elevator for food. A dumb waiter. It's called a dumb waiter. Wow. Damn, you watch never watch Zach and Cody. Oh, they bring it to the hotel room. They do use them in hotel rooms. They wait, do. Wait, wait, I never seen that before. I never heard it either. I'm about to show you a picture though. But it, it, it's <laughs> okay. that one. Okay, okay. The street Damn. light. A street light. No, bro. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> a street light, or or handcuffs. Handcuffs. Wow. Okay, I feel like the wagon. That's an ancient invention right there. Mm-hmm. Um. Damn. The handcuffs. The street light. I felt like that was made by a black person. I ain't gonna lie. It street was. Light. It was. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was. Okay. And what was the last one? The dumbwaiter. The dumbwaiter. Nah. I think, dang, because like the handcuffs is ancient too. Mm-hmm. The dumbwaiter. Yeah. Dumbwaiter? Yeah, I'm gonna go with the dumbwaiter. 
You're right as shit. Oh, okay. Did you know that was racist? No, I didn't think that was racist, but I kind of had to go through the process of trauma (laughs) 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 and see, go back in the timeline. The reason why um, it had a racist origin is that um, the inventor, he wanted it so his white friends and his white politicians and stuff, they could have dinner without seeing the slaves. So the slaves would put the food inside a dumbwaiter and they would send it up to the upper stories oh, of the wow. house because wow. they just didn't want to see the slaves. Yeah. Pain. Yeah, to be honest. I ain't gonna cap. One more. Okay. So, which phrase is racist? Hip hip hooray? Do you think is... <laughs> These are so out of the ordinary. I know, right? Yowzers? <laughs> Yikes? Or whoa. Which one do you think is racist? Which one do you think Damn. is racist? I ain't hear no controversy about that one song. We know that dance move. <laughs> you feel me? Oh, the whoa? <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear no racial controversy about that one. So that one's out of there. Mm-hmm. Yikes, I don't know. Hip, hip, hooray. And yowzers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's some real country shit right there, Yowzers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Yowzers. Nah, you're wrong as shit. Oh, man. It's hip hip hooray. Hip hip hooray. And do you want to know why that you're, it's wrong for you to say hip hip hooray? Okay. Because the um, during the um, the Holocaust, mm. the German soldiers would say hep hep mm. to the um, to the Jewish people when they were hurting them into like different places around the um, around the. The camps. Like around the camps. Yeah. So, wow. like, they were moved to the slow. They'd be like, hep, hep. Like, get oh, to it. Wow. Move. When they would get them, like, all the way in there, they'd be like, hep, hep. And then they would, like, mockingly say, hooray. Who the the Germans? Yeah. After? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's bro. That's terrible. Everything's racist. Yeah, man. This whole, I feel like the whole construct is built off of just white men wanting power. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty tough, Angle Cap. Yeah. So, last one. Which one? Do you, which store do you think is racist? Walgreens, Publix, oh, no. Best Buy, or all of the above? I really want to say all of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Low key. I really want to say all of the above. Hold Low on. Key. I think Publix. Publix had um, gave the donation to like Trump foundations mm-hmm. and shit like that. Like sure his whole did. campaign. Yeah, but I fuck with Pub Subs. I know. And the IC is good. That's fuck. But, um, yeah, we're not going to speak on that. <laughs> the same day I found that Publix, um, the day that happened, I was inside of Publix. And I was, like, listening to a podcast. And they were like, Publix donated $300,000 to the Trump campaign. And I was, like, literally in line about to pay for my chicken. And I was like, bitch, I ain't about to put this back. So, I guess, like, this is, like, after. So, like, they, I ain't do it beforehand. So, it's not really my money that they paid to Trump. But now it's my money. You know It's what the saying? parting gift, you know. Exactly. But the answer um, was Publix. It was Publix? It was Publix. I feel like it's all the Walgreens. You know, that shit's been around for a minute. I can't prove that them bitches are racist. But they probably, you know. Yeah, some way, somehow. Some way, somehow. Everybody's, it's just everybody's fucking <laughs> racist. It's just really tough, fucking tough. You can't have shit no more. That shit's so annoying. You can't support nothing. You can't do shit. Because everybody fucking racist. All y'all gotta be racist. It's just pain. And I don't like how they be hiding any racist. Like, let me know. You feel me? Like, let me know that you're a racist. Let me know you don't like my skin color. Because then I'll have more respect for you. You know what I'm saying? 
That's just, true, yeah. They say you don't like black most. people call it a day. Be doing the most and they don't want to get out. Now they call it racist and they get all controversial. Like, I'm not a racist. When they get called out, you feel me? But you are, though. Why just are you hiding that? Just say it. Because if I didn't like somebody, I would definitely touch your ass and I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, but it ain't you. It's really me. I really don't fuck with, like, people with your skin color. <laughs> so I'm going to have to uh, ask you to leave my restaurant real quick. You got to be mean to me. Respectfully. Shit. If you don't like black people, just say that. Don't got to be weird about it. But let's pop into the podcast. Let's get serious. So let's define let's define racism. Let me talk to my good friend Google and see. Racism is described as discrimination or an antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on belief that one's own race is superior. That's pretty. That's pretty factual. Accurate, pretty accurate. Yep. So, how would you define racism? Um, basically, off that book definition, that's what racism would be. Mm-hmm. Contextually, it's all individual experiences, you feel me? Um, you can get discriminated different ways. Different ways you react to it can give you different consequences. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's, it's a lot of terms for racism. It's just how, how your individual experiences experience in that term. So, it's many things to me. It's your skin color, mm-hmm. social status, and it's just in the way of a, an oppressed feeling. That's what I feel like racism is to me. You feel me on 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 a black man, young man, or just anybody from the diaspora. I feel like a condescending term on you is a way of feeling oppressed, and, and, and that term racism. Mm-hmm. How about you? So, um. I take like I don't really like racism. I don't like when they define it as like skin color because I feel like racism like penetrates way more than skin color, you know what I'm saying? I feel like because black people, we know black people. Like people black people have a certain like essence on them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You okay. know like how you can have the black skin, you know what I'm saying? But even if you didn't grow up around black people, even if you grew up around like whoever, whomever, if you were adopted kid or something like that, you still have that like that that black texture on you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that yeah. that suave, that, yeah. that swag. You still there's something about it. Yeah, like, right, right. It's still not a get out of jail card though. Who you exactly, grew up with. exactly. So we all have that same. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Black people, we walk different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep. Carry differently. Exactly. Like we, we're just like. I don't want to say like we're built different, but we kind of are built different. Now we're all human. We all have the same DNA, like 99.999%. That's like 1% that makes us different. And that's like that gene that controls our like skin color and stuff like that. But like, there's something a little different about us. You know what I'm saying? I feel so that. when I see people who don't like black people, it's not like you just don't like my skin color. It's that you don't like the way I speak. You think the way I speak is below you. You think the way I act is below you. You think the way my hair looks is below you. Because all of that makes me a black person. Not just the skin. That's just hatred. You know what I'm saying? For what? And we, did, we all 99.999, like you mm-hmm. said, the same. It's just differences on the outer surface. Crazy thing is that... Um, 
the things that we hate about other people is usually the same thing we hate about ourselves. Yeah, everybody be projecting some type of way. Everybody, 100% everybody. And so all the things that they don't like about me is the same things they don't like about themselves. Mm -hmm. You don't like the way I speak? Guess why you don't like the way I speak? You said something about yourself too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, go ahead and look in that mirror for me. Thanks. So give me, you have any had experience with racism? Like systematic racism? Um, in the school district of it, you know, like my, my yeah, education wise, not really. It's just a lot of outside experiences with just like random people, people that you don't really know as, as much as you, as you think you do. It's just, it's just strangers. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And I don't really put it past that. Like, you don't know me. So like, I, I kind of let it tend to wash off my back, but you feel me? Like I'm gonna get my reparation somehow. Somehow. Yeah. And either way it's, it's, it's not gonna hurt me in that way because I already know the system mm -hmm. the system that's how the construct is and it's not going to affect me because just because of that so it's been a lot of experiences that I had countless ones you feel me it's not like not as bad it, the era changes I feel like racism was definitely different in, in different stages of mm -hmm. just like history of the world but um yeah like it's it's all the same at the end of the day it's really important to talk about like that um the blatant racism like the big shit like oh you didn't get this job because obviously your fucking your manager has a fucking trump flag on the back of his truck you know why you ain't get that job but i th also think it's really important to like to talk about like the small shit the microaggressions i was at a, um, a store in miami it was a mcdonald's and the employee just like refused to look at me like he's taking my order and everything mm -hmm. he just refuses to look at in me in the drive-thru no, like I'm in front of him. Like, oh wow! I'm in front of this person. I'm like wow. talking to him, like telling my order, and he just wouldn't look at me. And I was like, "Did you hear me?" He's like, "Yeah, I heard you. Keep going." And I was like, oh, "Okay, yeah, cancel that shit for me, please. Thank you." Oh, you canceled the order too? Fuck yeah! yeah. McDonald's isn't that good for me to be sitting waiting. Oh, yeah, and no. I've been waiting in line for ten minutes, and you're not even gonna look me in my face when I'm giving my order. First of all, that's bad customer service. Yeah. Fuck me. Bad customer <laughs> service. You're not gonna off take rip. my money. Second of all, you're not even treating me like I'm a person. You won't even look at me in my face, my identity. You're looking at a computer screen instead right. of looking at me. That's so awkward. Awkward as shit. And I was like, I wanted to be rude, but I can't I can't do shit like that. I'm that's out of my character. But I wanna be like, bitch, you work at McDonald's. Mm. Fuck out of here. <laughs> you won't look at me, take my order, bitch. That's why you work at McDonald's. No offense to nobody that work at fucking McDonald's. But y'all work at McDonald's. And that's just on the game. But it's really important to talk about like those fucking microaggressions, cause like there's like it's little things that they do. When you're walking down the street and they don't move for you, oh and you yeah. gotta like step to the side a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Or when you're walking in the um, when you're walking um, through the mall, and like they bump you a little bit, or they like scratch the back of your foot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. This you know what? Shit. Actually, yeah, I'm picking up on what you're saying now. Like that shit is just uncalled for too. Like they. It's just something in them that makes them do that. Mm -hmm. Like, like when you think about the McDonald's experience, like that you had, it was no reason for him to not look at you. Like that's in his job description. You feel exactly. Like greet the customer. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would he not do that? Like, it's just some shit is built inside of him. Like, okay, I'm not gonna do this. Exactly. And some, and it's so crazy that he did that because like, that's like the biggest form of disrespect. 
You know what I mean? I respect that. And like, I respect that. there's a lot of things, like I can that can be said. He like I ask myself like he may have been disabled, because like uh, some autistic people they they can't look at people in the yeah, eyes. They like they can't eye do eye that. Can't it's weird for them. Yeah. Sometimes it is weird to make eye contact. You can't look at everybody in their eyes. You can dreaming in my eyes and shit. But at the same time, the lady before me, she was the same color as him. And she, she, they spoke the same language. She, he talked to her fine, looked her clean in the eye. But when it came to me, he was just wouldn't look at me. And that's the thing. But it's the small things that they do. Racism isn't like a. It's more than just skin color, you know. It's more than just. More than just, you. You know what I'm saying? It's everything about you. It's the way you walk, you talk, your hair, your skin. Everything about you, and that's why it hurts so much. But at the same time, I don't let that defeat me. You know what I'm saying? When I when I'm around racist people, I get like I get happy. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is my chance to show you why mm-hmm. you should hate me. I'm about to show you the most blackest black person. I'm about to be the most loud, obnoxious. Like I'm about to be the most intelligent person in this room. I'm about to right. speak when not spoken to. I'm gonna voice my opinion. I'm gonna dance, I'm gonna smile, and I'm gonna be annoying as hell. Because by me annoying you, that's me being authentically me. And that makes the racist in you uncomfortable. Mm. A lot of empowerment adjectives just said. You see what I'm saying, yeah, right? Yeah, like you're a different one in the room, so definitely gotta show out. I'm gonna show you. Mm-hmm. Oh, you hate me? <laughs> Oh, be prepared real quick. Get ready real quick, cause you yeah. really gonna hate me now. Yeah, a lot of people gotta gotta stick to that one right there, because it be times like in a workplace, you really can't react to anything or, you know, like just like say anything over the top by your means, cause you know it's gonna get you fucked up. Like mm-hmm. a person could say some shit, and then you have to let it slide, cause you don't want to lose your job. Shit, you probably get paid less, <laughs> and. Shit, it's your only job, you feel me? Like, you can't say some shit, but then if you do that, you got to think, like, damn, now my name going to be on some paperwork in the HR room. Like, mm-hmm. you just there to do a job. Now they got you in a record book, you feel me? <laughs> but, like, that shit is uncalled for. So with the microaggressions, you have those. And then you have, I'm trying to think of, like, what really hurts about that shit? I'm trying to really think about, like, why it's so impactful. You know what I'm saying? I think it's the history for me. What do you mean? Just the history about just racism and, like, slavery. Oh, how that, far it went. Yeah, that's that comes to mind, too. So when they, when they projected those words and those actions upon somebody who is already oppressed by history... And just, just the whole situation itself, because that white person ain't going to jail if anything was to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, when they put that racism upon you, you retaliate. You the bad person. You feel me? So, off rip, it's that that get out of jail card that they got. That white skin. And I'm not saying nothing's wrong with white people. Not all white people are bad. You feel me? I feel like one of the. Well, you know what I'm saying? Somebody be like, oh, I got a black friend. <laughs> my friend is black mm-hmm. you feel me I can say the same shit I got white friends you feel me they all play an important role in my life same 
same way with everybody else so but yeah like what is the truth just the history about it them projections and it and it just hurts because a part of the, part of that of what they're saying is is what had happened in the past too mm-hmm. so but the history part that that history shit hurts sometimes yeah they holding on to that hate forever <sighs> that shit hurts when i read read like the things i used to do like when i read about um not even reading like articles and like newspapers and shit like just hearing the stories from like my people you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. my auntie my great aunt she is 70 auntie don't get mad at me though i swear 78 she's somewhere up she's up there though you feel me so she was telling me like she could when they used to travel from florida to um to south carolina they couldn't stop and use the bathroom so what they used to oh, do wow. they couldn't stop take showers they couldn't go to hotels because like it's an eight-hour drive oh, eight hours it's eight-hour drive not that bad it's eight-hour drive but like there's nowhere to stop so what they would do they would go to the gas station Get about two tanks of gas in little in little cans, fill it up, fill those up. They used to get sandwiches and wrap them in um, wrap them in uh, wax paper because you know they had a damn sandwich bags back then. Oh okay. Oh wow. Back in the fucking like 1950s, you feel me? Um, they couldn't take showers on the road because there was no hotels for black people. Mm. So they would get um, cloths and wrap them in wax paper. So they get wet cloths, wrap them in wax paper, and they will put like uh, soap inside of them too, so they can take a bath on the road. Wait, the soap is on the on the paper towel or the? So they'll get like a rag, put a um, yeah, the a soap is soap on the rag. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's on the rag already, wet. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And then they wrap it in wax paper to keep it uh, keep it moist. Yeah, yeah, I'm following. You. And then they would just go on the road with that, have a can in the car in case somebody had to pee. Wow. And that was it. And so like racism is so bad that like black people will only. You ever heard of a thing called a green book? No. So green book, it was um, they used it back in the day to let it was like a like a road map for black people. Like if you go into Alabama, you get the Alabama green book, and it'll let you know where you can stop in Alabama that's safe for black. Always oh, so you safe location. Exactly. So if you were going to um, let's say Mobile, Alabama, you go into the uh, to Beal. You would know, okay, I can't go to this fucking rest stop. I can't go to that fucking rest stop. But I can go to ExxonMobil off of blah, 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 blah. Yeah, with that green book. Exactly. And so, like, that was, like, that was life-saving shit back then. Because you might run into a white police officer and you might get a ticket. Or you might run into a police officer and you might fucking die. Yep. So the shit is intense, like. Mm -hmm. It's no different from today either. Exactly. That's the crazy part about it. Because I'm hearing these stories and I'm hearing like these these accounts and damn this shit still can happen. Mm-hmm. And it's just displayed differently. Ultimately, that's that's what it is. Like recently you seen that shit with the I just seen this today on IG. They had this Louis Vuitton um human zoo. The zoo, yeah. yeah. You posted on your story, right? No. Nah. Okay, I did see that shit. I, I, I think I, I seen it on somebody's story too, but yeah, they had a human zoo showcasing little black babies, like we're exotic animals. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's the same way you can. It's displayed differently, like magazines. Mm-hmm. They be mo- yeah. they be like appearing black people on the covers and shit like that. Like to us, it's a victory, and I wholeheartedly take that. Like, that's my sister, too. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to celebrate everybody else's win like it's yours. But 
that's the same way they was doing it back in the day and it's not far either shit was like 50 60 70 years ago yeah and when we think about like slavery slavery ended in 1865 right um my mom is love you mom my mom is 47 shout out to moms shout out to her right lit as hell bro she's still kicking fly to anybody that i know her 47 my grandma my, my grandma my grandma today would be about 64 65 yeah right around that little age 64 65 her father was born in 1900 clean 1900 mm. so what the fuck does that tell you if he my great-grandfather was born in 1900 that means his father had to be a slave yeah. or if, if he not wasn't if he wasn't a slave then his father would have been a slave so when we think about like how far how long ago slavery was it was just like three people ago yeah think about it like that it wasn't like 200 years ago it was three people ago that's facts and that's like the disconnect also you feel me like you only know those three people but what happens to the the people that were actually slaves that you're in your, in your family mm-hmm. There's no history on that. That shit is not in books, you feel me? That shit has to be alive in your family. Your people's got to be able to tell you that story. And that's important. That's important, too, like, but just the disconnect, like, we don't even know where we from because, like, Western societies is a race in black history. They trying to, like, I didn't even feel like it was black history. Month. Like, yeah, I did, but it didn't hit the same, like, you feel exactly. me? There was no type of promotions, nothing like that, no respects, nothing. It's just the times have changed, fam. You got to be the one we to, got to, to, open to keep mouths. that in our community alive, you feel me? Like, not going to lie, a few, like, before COVID, they had the Broward um, libraries open. The mm-hmm. one off uh, Sunrise and Sistrunk. They used to have, like, all these black community events, like shows and and performances and plays. And they held them over there on Sistrunk all the time. Like, I used to get the email. There was a whole bunch of events. That shit's closed now, you feel me? It's just the times has changed. But ultimately, it ain't feel like Black History Month. I try to educate myself as much as I can mm-hmm, during this time because it's so like I got to keep that richness for the whole month and just it's gaining more knowledge about my community. But nobody was promoting it. You feel me? So and uh, the crazy you ever did your genealogy? You know, I had some people in my family that did, but um. I didn't really get to the root. I didn't feel like that sufficed for me. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't nothing crazy. Like, I didn't go too far. Or at least I don't remember. But I would definitely recommend you could do it. Um, Ancestry.com gives you a two-week free trial. And the first night I had used my free trial, I went back 200 years. Oh, so Clean you did 200 years. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I don't have it saved because yeah, that shit's like twenty dollars a month. You know, you ain't about to pay. Yeah, it's not worth it. I did um, the two-week free trial, and I canceled that. I'm mm-hmm. about to you. But I did, I went back 200 years and I saw everybody. I saw my mom, I saw my grandma, all her sisters, all her brothers. I saw my great grandfather. I saw his um, his draft papers when he went to World War One. Oh, wow. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. Wow. So my great grandfather was in World War One. No, my great grandfather was in World War Two. I'm sorry. His father was in World War One. Right. And then you can see um, my, my great, great, great grandfather was in the Civil War. Oh, wow. You can see all that shit. You can see all of that. War. Yeah, because this shit wasn't that long ago. No, that was just... And it's just white people fighting over land. Yeah, and Come you have to think now. about, like... 
the people who were fighting, these weren't like fucking grown men. These were fucking kids. Yeah, wow. They were like 19, 18 years old. Because think what time, like, you can enlist in the army at what age? Fucking 18. Yeah. These weren't fucking established adults. These were fucking children. Recruiters lining up at school. They be in the morning during breakfast time. <laughs> guys doing push-ups and sit-ups. And they're going to eat the damn empanada pizzas and shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> With the jelly. With the damn jelly. Yeah, trying to get you to go to war. That's crazy. High school, that was crazy. But it's important for us to keep our story alive. Because, yeah. like, do you know where you're from? Um, on my mother's side, I kind of can date back. Like, they they from Trinidad, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, my great-grandmother's still alive. So I'll be talking to her periodically. Sure. It's cold. It's oh, yeah. Here. Yeah, it's kind of cold out here. Periodically, they would be. Um, damn, what was I saying? Oh yeah, but anyways, my mother, she's Trinidadian. My great grandmother, she's Venezuelan. So, mm. like, I'd be talking to her sometimes. I'm remembering what I'm saying. I'd be talking to her sometimes. Like, kind of feel guilty because I don't talk to her as much because mm-hmm. she's kind of older. And I mean, nothing's wrong with her, but it's just like she's older. So, it, like, I could I could see see the ages coming upon her, mm-hmm. and just like for me to not fulfill that that space in me for obtaining like my family history because i can only go so far back on her family tree she got a lot of sisters so i have like a lot of great great grandmothers type Mm -hmm. shit that are still alive and everything so um yeah like i just be talking to her sometimes she go back to venezuela that's all i know and like her dad so my great 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 grandfather Mm -hmm. i know about them and that's on my mom's side but she married somebody my grandma Mm-hmm. She married somebody, so I kind of know about their family tree too. So like, we got a whole bunch of extended cousins in other other um, countries in England, um, Alaska. That's not a country, but like, <laughs> family just spread out everywhere. Mm-hmm. You feel I me? Mean? Like on my dad's side, Haitian and all that shit. So like, I kind of can go f- go back to my grandparents and still be able to, you know, get the history That's of my family. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's like Ancestry.com is cool too, but it's also important. To talk to your peoples exactly. about the stuff that's not on papers or in books. Because mm-hmm. one thing that about like using Ancestry.com is like only thing that I know about those people is just like the numerical values of their life. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I know you when you were born. I know you died. Their status. I know what you went through. I have a lot of family members who went through the Spanish flu, the 1918 flu. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, I know my great 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 auntie. She died from the Spanish flu. And I saw her death certificate, and it said influenza. Mm. Influenza, 1918, put two and two together, until she died from wow. the Spanish flu. You feel me? But it's, it's really important to get out there and, like, and speak to these older people. Because that's, like, I say it all the time, but, like, we are ancestors' wildest dreams. Oh, my gosh. You I've said me? that to myself a few times, too. Because we are. Yeah. Think about the shit. Yeah. You're a mechanic, bro. Yeah, like, they couldn't do, like, things just in general, like, things that they couldn't do. I'm doing them and I'm living them, embodying what they wanted to do. Exactly. So like that's why I hold myself so high, amongst other people, and in my community. Feel me? Cause like I can make that difference in my family, to just be something that they wanted to always be. Exactly. I hold that that quote right there. That hit home for me when you said that, bro. My eyes lit up. Because like I like I feel like I am everything that they are. Yep. Everything that they wanted to be. I. That's what I am. I am everything that they are. And I take that with um, on both sides, the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. If they were liar, cheaters, and savages, that's me too. I guess I'm a savage right with them. Mm-hmm. 
if they were healers, if they were beautiful people, if they love like giving and stuff, that's me too. But I am everything that I am. Only thing that's different between me and my ancestors is that I'm just the upgraded version. Yeah, and they can't they can't teach you wrong, so that's what you know. Like you can't go against it. So if that's how you feel, that's how you gotta feel. That's what I'm saying. But I'll take that like and I'm trying to spread the word to all the older people. Because like they're they're leaving. They're leaving us for real. Like um, yeah. Cicely Tyson just passed away. Yeah, she I was ninety nine. I seen that. That was a big death in the black community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ninety nine years. Seen She's seen one hundred years of this country, bro. That's insane. A lot of history. Yeah. But like imagine like regular people telling our stories. You know what I'm saying? Like your mom telling her story. Your grandma telling her story. My mom telling her story. That's impactful yeah. because it's great to have a Cicely Tyson, but to let regular people know, like, you're a regular person, I'm a regular person, that what you're going through is normal. Like, shit, this shit is crazy. That's I've a, been there. That's I've an important, your shoes. important grounded statement right there. A lot of people are just so lost in the world just because of that. Like, all, all the inflation of everything that's going around in our society, like, mm-hmm. It's just a month that we get too, just Black History Month. At first, it was just a week. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that man's name? Carter G. Woodson. He got a big history in the Black community too. He started that shit. It was just an awareness week, and now, finally, it's a month out of the whole year. But just, that's just—I feel like that's something for the the whole show of the United States that there's just a mm-hmm. Black History Month, but. It should be going on in everyday lives, like uplifting, uplifting statements just about our whole history. And it's just general family history, too, like you were saying. Your mom's just telling her story, our grandparents telling their story on a day to day basis. Like, that has to be heard, and everybody else could just respect it, too. It is what it is. Because, like, the story of a. Single mom taking care of her kids, working day in and day out. That's the fucking American dream, right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to moms again. You see what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah, they be they be the backbone of the black community. That's what I'm saying. That's when like we gotta get the stories out of there. But before I start talking about um, what part of Africa we came from, uh, oh, before we uh, transition, uh, define diaspora for us real quick. Cause um, you said it a few times. Yeah. And I don't know if the people were confused or not. The people, I define diaspora just like people of color, um, Afrocentric descent. Mm-hmm. Feel me, like stuff like that. Basically, that's what it is for me. Anybody with that little, anybody with the blood. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anybody with the right, right. Anybody with the sauce. Yeah. If you got the sauce, you are part of the diaspora. And if you really don't got it, you know, what I'm saying that's okay. But you're just not in the club. <laughs> So, you know, take your cookies and go. Yeah. So you also said you want to speak on uh, financial literacy. Oh, yeah, that's cool, too. You got to be literate about financial literacy. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, everybody's wallets and financial mindsets are not the same. So some people can understand it and some people can't. And where people don't understand is where they lack in just, like, financial wealth. Mm -hmm. So, like... I look at it as a mindset. It's like not a dollar amount. Because when you put yourself, 
you apply yourself, obtaining financial wealth, literacy, it's working. <laughs> when you do that, like you feel me, like you, you're a testament of your return, your bank account. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like talking about that. I mean, it's not. We weren't taught as black people. We weren't taught to to get a four hundred one k, to invest a four hundred one k, you know, to turn it into other things. We weren't taught that. So it's like now in these times. Shit, we were taught to pay bills, and that was we like were call it a night. Pay bills, be black and die. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? And get so, your tax return. Yep. That's about, that's probably like if you really think about like, especially like the turn of like the like the 21st century that's all black people really knew was like pay your taxes well we didn't even pay taxes because like our employers take out the fucking taxes right for a big portion of time until recently though but i still think it's a mindset the sooner you get into that mindset is the sooner you'll realize that these things weren't in place for us mm-hmm. so you got to take advantage of that when you apply yourself you get all of that knowledge and you'll be able to you know make something happen I'm in the process of doing all that shit now. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not the one that's doing it. You feel me? So I'm getting there. When uh, if you want to get in that uh, that mindset, like you're talking about, what would be step one? What would you say? Like, this is how you get your ass to motherfucking financial literacy. Like, you're gonna be fucking top top tier forex trader type shit. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, not forex. <laughs> <laughs> how forex. do I get my own clubhouse meeting? Like, oh, at the clubhouse. How do we get to that point in life? <laughs> I don't know about the influence influencer type. Like forex, shout out to my forex people. people they be mean as fuck. <laughs> they make me feel they bad, be dripped bro. out. Forex people be dripped out. They Yo, be broke like, ass. <laughs> That's why your motherfucking ass work at best. But I'm like, bro, like, shit. I'm be sorry. Yelling at you, like, you sure you don't want these Balenciagas on my feet? Like, you can make this in two minutes. Like, you right. still at Best Buy though. I feel you though. Yo, ugly ass. <laughs> I turned five dollars to fifty thousand dollars, and now I bought my mama Rolls Royce Bentayga. What? Giving I'm backhand sorry, bro. compliments. But like, yeah, I see you got a job though, but I'm out. I'm about to go back in my helicopter. <laughs> Broke ass, <laughs> for real. Damn, I'm sorry, bro. But continue. I'm sorry. But no, like I think step one for everyone, or just like I said, we weren't taught this. So like things that I've, I've. You know, took along my journey. Step one would be audit yourself, make a plan. Mm. Like we audit yourself. I mean by that, like you know how the job site be going through quality control, this mm-hmm. and that, checking the pay balances and all of that. Like do it on your whole lifestyle, your mental, your health. Like if you're in bad health and you're not eating right, that's hitting your pockets. You're not eating right. You're not making home cooked meals, um, or just like your health in general. And then just like your whole finances, just make sure, make sure you're looking back at the past month and stuff like that. Because who else is in charge of that, that that pay stub that you get or, um, the or statement that you get every yeah, month? Like, statement. ain't nobody look else looking at that but you. And if you just like spending, 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 you making everybody help happy but yourself. Mm-hmm. Not setting no goals for yourself, no incentives. Nothing like that, and just like yeah, we living in the moment. Like I aspire to do that. I aspire to to enjoy myself every day that I can. But mm-hmm. if I know I'm not right financially, I ain't going out. I'm quit to stay my ass in the house. Yep. What 2018 taught me that? <laughs> what? Once I saw that them five overdraft fees back to back to back to back to back, I was like, you know what? Maybe I can. Bro, the bank I is charging chill. you to be broke. <laughs> How is that working? They robbing us. They know that ass. <laughs> they robbing us, and they love it too. Yeah. And it's legal. And it's legal too. 
That's crazy. That's the crazy part. It's legal. You got a $10,000 savings account, and they're only giving you $0.04 cents interest a month. A month. They you know, crazy swinging your whole bank account, your whole savings account in the in the stock market and all of that, and they only give you $0.04. Cents. You see what I'm saying, right? <sighs> they only give you $0.04 cents every month, so... Yeah, that's crazy. The money that you have in the bank doesn't even belong to you. They nope. just say they got a piece of paper with your name on it. That's yep. it. It's just numbers to them. Jordan, you got $6 in here. Now, if you believe it or not, that bitch is in there, but I don't know. <laughs> you might come tomorrow and that shit might not be in there. Come back the next day. It might be in there. You might get it back. <laughs> if we don't gamble that bitch away. Yeah, they be going crazy with our money. But what would be step two? Step two. Some so we got step one, back. the audit. Step two. I gotta write this down because I always be forgetting by the time we finish. Hold on. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so step one is the audit. Get yourself on track. That would be leading into step two. Like come up with a plan. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like nowadays, it's important to be big on investing. So you get a little stock market account, a broker. Put in ten dollars a day, mm. or five dollars a week whatever start small and yeah come up with that plan like how you want to go about your health if you want to take a a two-hour walk in a park to clear your mind take a two-hour walk you know that's time away from you spending Mm -hmm. take a two-hour walk you feel me cleanse your body your bank account all of that you don't got to spend nothing so you need to make that plan how how you want betterment in your whole life? Just a return on your life. It starts with you, really. Got gotcha. like, you. Like I used to be in school, like following a schedule and everything. I felt like I was on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I felt like I was on autopilot, and they was in control because every day I would wake up, go to school, come home. That was it. Wait for the next day. That's called disassociation. When you disassociate from life, you yep. feel like you're out of control. Like a projector, like you're watching your life on a movie screen. Wow. I be feeling like a sim sometimes. Yaka you know Burner. Sim? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what is that? Yaka Burner? <laughs> what is that? That's their uh, they language. <laughs> no. You never play Sims? How the hell are you referencing Sims? Wait, sim? I, That's never, how they speak. I never do the language, though. There was a name for that? Yeah, it's called Simish. Oh, wow. It's called Simish. They be like, Yabazubi. <laughs> Zabadibu. You never heard that? I never paid attention to the language though. Like they they had a name for the language. Yeah, it's called Simish. Bru- wow. And they repeat the words like they they have a real language like depending on what they Let me not talk about the damn yeah. Sims. Anyways, back to back So you to said <laughs> step 1, audit yourself, start uh in step 1, audit yourself. Yeah, and then step 2 will be leading up to a plan. Got you. I feel like that's important. Make a plan of action on your life. Mm. Plan of action. Step three. I think step three would be start small. Yeah. Yeah. Make some small changes make, in, yeah, in what you're make, doing. Make some small changes. Be be accountable for yourself. That's important for your life. Not just just your whole bank account. Just your life. Holding yourself accountable. Because like I said, you're really the only person at the end of the day in mm-hmm. your own world. Even if you was watching it on a projector, you'd be the same person. Because who going to change the projector? I don't know, but since you're watching it, you can you change that well. shit. You might as well. <laughs> you can take some notes on the goddamn movie that you're watching. At least do something. Right. And right. Then so, 
three would be yeah definitely seeing those small returns you got to congratulate yourself about that mm-hmm. on a daily basis like i was saying earlier like i got a whole do better one percent each day if i do the same thing shame on me but the next day i'm going one percent better so i think that should be a uh, step step four congratulate yourself oh step four yeah congratulate yourself yeah yeah, since you're holding yourself accountable, you the one in charge. You throw a party for yourself every day if you want. Be happy that you did 1% better. A financially smart party. Don't be out here fucking buying a little damn Balenciagas <laughs> and going to fucking yeah, going be, to the party bus. Don't be acting like a Forex trader out here. Broke ass. <laughs> and then step five. I think step five would be make edits when when necessary yeah make changes when necessary make changes when necessary the seasons change yeah why not your game plan you feel me mm-hmm. i like that you got to be better a little bit every time be more um precise next time around be more damn i'm looking for a word excuse me <laughs> be more efficient mm. yes Cause you was one percent better yesterday, but how can you do more and still increase that the next day? Exactly. Cause it ain't gonna happen by accident. Nope. It's really not. Like people don't get rich on accident. That's the thing. There's only two ways really to get rich: to get like um, Jeff Bezos like money. Well, there's a few ways. You can either inherit that shit. Inheritance, yeah. You can scam everybody <laughs> and anybody that works for you. You can skim off the top of everything. You gotta get the front ends Or you can bust <laughs> your ass Yeah make you an can. honest living It's a lot of ways To make an honest living out mm-hmm. here And that's how it is You gotta take advantage of the game that is, that is given you feel me And I feel like that's Like I don't really Hold anybody to how they make their money If, it's that, if that's the way they make their money That's on you I'm happy that you're happy That's really it I respect everybody hustling. Yeah, to be honest, because I see like some employees when I see what they do. Like have I have I get like a drive just to say something really nice to them. You know what I'm saying? Especially like retail workers, because I know they go through some crazy ass shit dealing with those people. So I think everybody's hustle is valid, but you have to make sure like your hustle. Like you said, make your hustle efficient. Yeah. Make that more efficient. Mm. And on that, like so, like that, like so, like that, like that. 